Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're preparing to annihilate minute three, which begins with Gary explaining the purpose of their heroic quest and ends with Gary taking Oliver's sister Sam into the disabled. What are they doing in there? We'll never know. We'll never know. It's one of the many controversies of the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh man, the pronunciation, the British pronunciation of controversies is maybe one of my favorite like just it's like that and aluminum, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Those are those are like two of my favorite like just like why 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 are you pronouncing uh, it like that kind I'm, of word? I'm a big fan of Tutankhamun. <laughs> yeah. Mulan. Mulan, yeah, for sure. But yeah, con- con- um, controversy, controversy, controversies. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the Golden Mile. Yeah, you know, kind of going back to realistic. This really does seem like a real thing that would be really epic to seniors in high school. Yes, where it's like, oh, definitely. Yeah, we just hit up all of them in one night, like. It's not, you know, sometimes you can watch like an American Pie or, you know, like the bad version of an American Pie, like a, like a, you know, National Lampoon's Sorority Days with a Z or, you know, Sex Driver. I don't know. And it seems like unrealistic or like too crazy. But yeah. I feel like this is just on that like cusp of, oh, wow. Yeah, that is crazy. But like in a, that could happen in real life kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I think there is not a single prop in anything, any other movie or TV show that I would want more than this map of the Golden Mile. Yeah. Um, but I'd want it to be legit. Like I'd want it to be the one in the movie. Sure. And then and then you know have it framed and uh, and hang it somewhere. Maybe like, hang it over my bar. Yeah. Maybe like uh, under a nice piece of like green fabric. Yeah, yeah. Brown frame. Um yeah, something like like a really nice frame, I think. Uh I would I would absolutely love yeah. that. So, I this shot of them, <laughs> this shot of Gary like <laughs> standing over the over the map with the others like kind of sitting on either side of him looking and it just it looks like he's planning. <laughs> they're like planning like some sort of move during World War 2. Yeah. Um <laughs> The way that they're like looking, like <laughs> like Andy is got his like his his like fists mm. sort of under his chin, yeah. like, and, his, mm, like <laughs> and then and then you've got Oliver, and he's got his hands together, like with the his fingers pointed into like a like a like a point, yeah. Um, and he's he's like, yeah, it's very like they're all so <laughs> like <laughs> like yes, this is a good plan, very good. Um, uh, and it really just shows you what the power dynamic used to be. Between yeah. them in high school. They really he really was like their 
their guy, their captain, their, their, captain, yeah. their king. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, that's basically like I. I also need to point out that this is a round table that they're yeah, at. of course. Yeah, so that's pretty good. It's uh, um, yeah, it's just on the. It, it's not too on the nose. Like no, they didn't. No. They didn't full on. You know, they're not sitting around it like a court. But right, right. Well, I mean, it is on the nose, but they're not. Yeah, they're not doing it in a way that's on the nose. Like, yes, they're not. They're not. They're not trying to call attention to the thing that's on very on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Um, I, uh, yeah, I love, I love this, uh, this shot. I, I don't know that I've ever been able to fully appreciate it until we did it here. <laughs> Just how great the kids are at like active listening. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So let's break down these pubs, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So we got the first post. Um, and so the, the, the symbol is a, uh, a post of like a, um, it's sort of like a directional post, you know, uh-huh. like. This way to here, this way to there, this way to back that way, right? And then also a mailbox. So it's like a it's like a double entendre, double 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 meaning, yeah. Because um, you have the post, the signpost, but then it's also a post, like a like postal. Yeah, service. yeah. So I'm not. I I I I'm. I grew up in sort of. I don't know if I grew up in a place with twelve bars in it yeah sure and but then again that might be a uniquely british thing where it's i think pub pub culture is much more prevalent there or it was when edgar wright was in school well and i think i think in general like pubs especially in a town like this they're pubs but they're also like restaurants they're yeah yeah so it's like it's more of a full service kind of deal public house yeah um much more so than uh, like a bar would be here, where it's it, you go to a bar and it's like I don't know we've got <laughs> we've got uh, like hot wings, popcorn. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Where you like you know if you, pretzels. Like if you take your kid into a bar in America, it's like you took him to a bar, Howard. Yeah, right, right. With with like yes. with with like a calendar on the wall that's like a girl like a, like a Budweiser calendar. Right. And like country music is playing on the radio and like food is just like a red basket of fries and hot yeah. wings. But yeah, when the guy when the guy when the American guy takes his kid to a bar in a movie, it's because he's an alcoholic and the movie's trying to show you <laughs> that he's an alcoholic. What's the big deal? Or, or like irresponsible or yeah. whatever. Um whereas I think if that happened in a in a British film, it would be just sort of like, Oh yeah, no, we went there, we had a you know, we had some fish and chips or yeah, whatever. Or like yeah. lamb and potatoes. Right, right. Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. God damn it. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> um there's a there's a bar down the street uh from my place, which we've gone to yes. um, before, uh called the Fox and Hounds. And uh it's uh it's a British style pub. They have like British beers on draft and um it's uh great. And their whole menu, the restaurant menu is all really cool great british food and it's like walking distance from my place so it's like it's like my bar it's my pub it is um and uh which i've wanted my whole life to have a my place pub uh and i finally have one so that's pretty exciting yeah. but um it's uh uh yeah like it's it's got a full menu and that's really great but um i don't uh 
I, but then there's like there's like separate areas too where it's like this is the bar side. You can get food on this side, but you have to go up to the bar to order it, and uh, they'll they'll be really upset with you. Um, or you could go to the other side and get a waitress. You yeah. know, yeah. You're just but like, uh, buddy, really, you're ordering food yeah. on the bar side. Yeah. Right, but it is. Uh, it's it's a it's a really good place, and uh, it's cool because it ha- it's called the Fox and Hounds, which feels like one of these pubs. Yeah, yeah, um, it and it's like, like a one off. It's not even like a chain because there's like when I was living in Lexington, there was a chain of pub of of pubs called the Pub. Oh, and and it was like a it's like a nation nationwide chain of like. Of like, oh, like it's it's uh it's fun because like everybody's dressed like they're in uh, Scotland, right? Because that's what pubs are like, and like the girls are in like uh kilts, like like not kilts, but the um, what are those like plaid plaid skirt? You know, like a plaid skirt. Yeah, yeah, like with those plaid short skirts, and the guys are some of them wear kilts and. Yeah, and and it's just like it's really like lame, but it was like the closest I could get to like a pub vibe sure. in Lexington, um, and uh, uh, that actually had food because there were some pubs in Lexington because there was like a big uh, Irish contingent there because of the horse racing, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, that. But then the pub went out of business because no one went there uh, because they the Irish people didn't go there because it wasn't real and the Americans didn't go there because they hated the British so <laughs> it was like always dead <laughs> not the best not the best business laid out yeah. yeah but yeah I don't know I've, al- I've always been wary of themed restaurants yeah like especially chains chains yeah I think I think we do maybe it is a generational thing where we do kind of look for authenticity where we want that, but we don't. We really don't want the illusion of it. Like, right. I would rather go to unless it's in a theme park, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's like you know a can like a Star Wars cantina or right, like, but yeah, like I'd rather go to a Chili's or an Applebee's where it's like, look, this is what it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> than like trying for authenticity, right? Yeah, Applebee's or it, 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 like Applebee's. And like TGI Fridays and those kinds of things, they are very authentic for exactly what they are, which is the most generic American restaurant you can go to. Yeah, we're like, I almost, I have, I remember for a while I had difficulty even describing what a restaurant, what what Chili's was, (laughs) in the way that like, oh, on the border, it's like a, it's like a chain Mexican restaurant, or Long John Silver is like a fast food seafood place, but like Chili's, I'm like, I guess, yeah, American. It's like yeah. where you would take someone from another country to be like, this is us at our worst. This is us. <laughs> this is us. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the kind of thing that Gordon Ramsay would like look at the menu at a Chili's and be like, there's too many things on there's this. There's too many things. You need to pick like five things that you're good at and yeah. just have those. This is too many things. Uh, is, there a, is there like a video of Gordon Ramsay going to a cheesecake factory? Oh, God, I hope so. I think – I honestly think – that it like it would never happen because you can't get permission to have him come and like shit on these what is this? chain restaurants. Orange chicken. Like, God, I would, I would, I would pay a streaming service to watch a show about Gordon Ramsay going into like Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's and yeah, <laughs> just like judging their food. What is That'd this? Be amazing. What is this? Uh, all right. So yeah. uh, the first post, um, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it uh, later when we actually go in there. Sure. But uh, definitely I, I, I like the the name of it. 
um, I guess. But I, my, my issue with it being called the first post, which is fine. They come up with like a pretty good backstory for it later um, for why it's called the first post. But it definitely does feel like, oh, you're going on the Golden Mile, aren't you? Well, this is the first stop. Yeah, it makes me it makes me wonder if the goal because, like, you know, the map that Gary has says, you know, Newton Haven's glorious Golden Mile. Uh-huh. So to a certain extent, the Golden Mile is not entirely a creation of Gary. It's a part of the town's history or legacy right. or charm. Right. Which right. is like we have this Golden Mile of 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 pubs. But get- I imagine, yeah, I imagine it's like um like a tourist attraction. Definitely. Like, this is this is the they're, they're the they have the first roundabout in England, <laughs> and uh, the Golden Mile. Like yeah. those are the two things they've got. Definitely. And that feels, and, but it was, yeah, what, what Gary did, Gary's genius was what if one did all of these in one night? Right. Um, and it's one well, pint, one pint in what, each. Isn't that, isn't that what a pub crawl is? Oh, that's true. I think you go, you're supposed to go like whatever, but it's like a big challenge. It's sort of like those restaurants you hear where it's like, we have a 80 ounce steak. And if you eat the whole thing, you get it for free, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's kind of what it is, where it's like, yeah, just challenge yourself. It's like a marathon of drinking, drinking marathon. Yeah. So it's, but they should be starting way earlier. That's, that's the only, that's the only issue is that, like, you know, if you're going to do a 12 pub, pub crawl, you got to start like at noon. Yeah. You got to start as soon as they open and, and like take your time and pace yourself. yeah, pace yourself. Do one every 45 minutes or something. Yeah, and then, um, you know, like have like an appetizer at each one just to yeah. kind of get some food in you, you know? Right, Not, You know, right. maybe have like one or two like meals. Right. You got to pace yourself you pace, all day. Yeah. You're going You're going at this all day. But when you're um, when you're 17, I remember <laughs> Sure. I remember my friends, we would all, you know, we would do challenges where like we would go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and you know like or try to find like the hottest atomic level sauce and like watch one of our friends eat it and we're like go do it kill yourself or like <laughs> the gallon challenge where you try to drink a gallon of milk in like an hour oh god yep that's a nightmare yeah that's not good don't drink a gallon of milk in an hour that's don't, bad don't, guys don't do it kids that's really bad for you. My friend, um, my friend Kyle did that in our backyard, in my backyard, and he, and he vomited, and that little patch of grass has never grown back. Oh my god, really? It's still just a little, little patch of dirt. A little patch of dirt, and you're like, that's where he tried to drink a gallon oh, of milk in an hour. This used to be my playground. <laughs> How old was he when he tried to do that? He was probably a senior, and I was a junior. Oh, okay. All right. Well, he was a little older than me. Yikes. Was it whole milk? I can't even remember. Because that, that feels like the ultimate challenge. Right? Yeah. Like a gallon of whole milk. He would have been the one to do like the most difficult setting, though. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if you did like a gallon of skim milk, like it still wouldn't be great. But you could probably maybe do it if you really paced yourself right and, and pushed yourself. Yeah. But, but uh, whole milk. Oh, yeah. my God. Good yeah. God. And yeah. drinking a gallon of water just seems like a torture. Like, it doesn't sound fun. Right, right. I mean, skim milk, gallon of skim milk doesn't sound fun no, either. No. None of it sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the first post, um, I don't think would be my first. If I lived in Newton Haven, I don't think the first post would be my first choice. Got it. Uh, I like to, the, yeah, the, the, like, only from, 
the old familiar looks big. Uh, yeah. So then we get the old familiar, and um, this one, this one I like. It's a fun I like sign. This one. Yeah, it's a fun sign. It's two two beers next to each other. The old familiar. Um, it's a great, I don't know. It's a great name. It's charming. Yeah. The old familiar looks charming, oh, yeah. but I oh, feel like familiar. it would be a lot of old people in this place. Yeah, I think I think the idea its size seemed, and when they go inside, it seemed to suggest kind of a moose lodge type vibe. Mm, well, no, because it looks exactly like the first post now. Oh, that's right, because they got Starbucked. Yeah, it's got yeah Starbucking man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it's like the exact same layout of the of the other one um the, like that's sort of the joke with this one but it does seem like from the outside it just looks like a place that elderly people would eat yeah like oh let's go get dinner at the old familiar at 5 p.m right <laughs> exactly um so then we move to the famous cock uh this one i would probably avoid like the plague it looks like a corner it looks like a corner pub yeah it's a corner it definitely is a corner pub I don't like the sign. I don't like the look of this place. It looks cheap. It's got like wires dangling down from the sign because I guess the sign probably lights up. Yeah. Is what it looks like. <laughs> like but um, It's like neon. Yeah. Not into it. it looks, not into this it, one. Yeah. It looks like the one where you would go to, to, to make sketchy stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into that one. It, it also looks the most like a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is ironic because the other two. Starbucked. Um, right. Uh, the, all right. So the, the cross hands actually kind of looks even sketchier. The cross hands looks like I, the cross hands might be my favorite interior though, in the movie. Cause this Got is it. the one where we spend the longest amount of time. I think in the movie is in the cross hands. Cause the cross hands is where the bathroom fight happens. Oh, okay. This is like where, uh, this is where they're like they're like sat up in that like upper area yeah. with the window. Yeah. Where Pete has this his one, heart to heart. Right, right. This one has like a nice a nice vibe to it on the inside, but on the outside, yeah, it looks like a place where soccer hooligans hang out. I was going to say yeah, it has super like 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 uh like Green Street hooligans or like Yeah. It looks like a place where bad stuff would happen in like a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. For sure. Also, I'm not crazy uh, about the sign. Kind of probably the most visually, the least interesting sign. Definitely. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird sign. It's like, yeah, I don't know what it's trying to say. Like, I know what it's trying to say <laughs> in terms of like, yeah, it's called the cross hands. And, uh, you know, and I know what the metaphor or the allegory or whatever, what it's meant to symbolize um, in the movie. But, uh, yeah, the only thing that I get are, uh, Soccer hooligan vibes for sure. Yeah, it should be like uh, a should be like a a cross, like a Christian cross, but like hands. Mm, the cross hands. Oh, interesting. Um, so then we get or a man the good with companions. crosses for hands. Yeah, man for cross. Edward, Edward cross. Edward hands. cross hands. Uh, so then we get the good companions, and the masks seem to suggest that this would be like you know how like if you're a, if you're a, if you're an actor of the stage if you tread the right. boards. There was always like, oh, and then after every show, we would go to the the good, you know, the companion, and that yeah, that's like right where the old the old actors would hang out. It that's definitely the vibe that I got too. I think I think the the uh, the drama comedy signs uh, or the masks uh, masks on the sign um, are definitely uh, 
doing a, a lot of the heavy lifting there on, <laughs> give, on a, giving us that vibe. Um, and again, I really do like the, sim- the, the, the symbol here, which is you've got like four drama masks and one comedy mask. Then the one comedy mask is Gary and the others are <laughs> the other guys, Yeah, um, which is uh, pretty great. Um, so then we move on to but yeah that that good that good companion uh uh it looks like um it reminds me of the bar that they go the pub that they go to after romeo and juliet in hot fuzz yes definitely that's the vibe that i get then the trusty servant um not loving the look in this place either on the outside yeah it looks uh it, it looks like it's seen better days it looks a little run down yeah, this is the worst sign, right? Like this is the worst one. Yeah, I hate the man. I I, I, yeah. hate, I hate the the man. The illustration. It kind of it has like it. The best version of this could be like Cheers vibes, right? Like turn of the century. You know how it had those illustrations of like white people in the nineteen hundreds, like sure enjoying not having the Spanish flu. But right, <laughs> this guy looks sad. He kind of looks vaguely like uh, like Peter Pettigrew. He looks vaguely hunchbacky almost yeah. like he's like igor or mm-hmm. something he's got he's got slight igor vibes and i'm not yeah. into it i would want i would if if if, if i'm painting the sign of a trusty sir a pub called the trusty servant i want like a jaunty like lefou type guy yeah like do, yeah. doing a jig or doing one of those like kick steps yeah um so then of of the ones we've had so far i think the two-headed dog is my favorite Oh yeah, well uh, the two-headed look, dog it's a glorious sign. Yeah. Oh, the the sign is amazing, but then it's also like the building also looks great. Yeah, it looks like, great. It looks like it's tucked away in a very romantic kind of cozy way. Yeah. I like this one. I like I like the vibe of the two-headed dog. Um and yeah, it is a great sign. It makes me sad that the dog has two collars and is tied to a post. Help us. Help us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um but uh, I like that one. Um, I remember watching this movie for the first time and already being such an Edgar Wright devotee. And it's almost like the opening moments of a, of a theme park ride. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, you know, you just know all of this matters. Yeah. Like he wouldn't yeah. just name the pubs. Each of these is a is a is a reference that I don't even get yet. Yeah. Is an, is a, is it, this is alluding to something. Why is it called the two headed dog? Why is it called the cross hands? I can't wait. Yeah. Oh man. So then we get the mermaid and the mermaid looks like the place that I would never want to go to. And that my, uh, lady friends, uh, not like girlfriends, but like, you know, girl. Yeah. When, when you find yourself with like a group of mostly like your girlfriends. Yeah. They, they would all drag me into this place. Um, cause it's, you know, it's got that dance club vibe and it's, the sign, like you can barely see because it's only meant to be on during the, <laughs> at night. Yeah, you know? where you almost you almost um, walk past it during the day. You're like, oh, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, not into this. I don't. I don't like this at all. I will say um, the sign is, you know, mermaids and a pub could have gone. I, I I admire how tasteful it is. Sure, it's uh, it's probably one of the best uh, signs in terms of being an allusion to to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, marmalade sandwich. Yeah, it's a marmalade sandwich. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mermaids I do like that. Luring you to their doom. Um, now we get to the one that I I don't know. I I we don't get a good shot of the exterior here, but I have a feeling that the beehive would have been my pub. Uh it has kind of the shining carpet decor 
for the sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different colors, but yeah, the Alamo the, Draft House carpet definitely has that vibe. Um, it's pretty cool. The I'm, Beehive Freehouse. I never got to go to the Draft House. Um, I like that one. I like the King's Head a lot too. Uh, oh yeah, with the, with the Simon Pegg, <laughs> the Simon Pegg uh, uh, sign. Oh, is that him? Um, yeah, that's him. That's him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's Simon. It's Simon Pegg. I need to listen uh, to the commentary. Yeah, I'm trying to see what that good. sign says. Welcome. It's to all, all good-hearted people. people. Yeah. See, I like that. Yeah, the King's Head looks like it's like run by just a, a an old married couple. You know. Yeah. It's got I good, like this one. It's got good I vibes. like this one a lot. Actually, I take back what I said about the beehive. I think this is my favorite one. So far, for sure. Uh, yeah, so far. I like I like this as far as the uh, the exterior. Oh, I really like the um, hole in the wall sign. The hole in the wall sign, I think that might be my favorite sign. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's really good. Like, they're just passing beer through a hole in the wall. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of trippy in a way. Um, sure. It reminds yeah. me of like like a like a Pink Floyd album co- cover or something. Definitely um, it has like uh yeah, it definitely has like a seventies rock album cover vibe. Yeah, to it. And I'm kind of it, it. It looks it kind of it like 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 the uh, like the old familiar. It looks a little bigger. It looks a little wider. Yeah. Also, uh, I have to point out like really good artwork on the on the sign because you can see uh, the hands fingers like through the other side. Yeah, of the glass. that's good. That's true. That's really good artwork. Did it mention in the commentaries who were all of these commissioned by a single artist or I b- believe that's correct. OK, I think so. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't remember what what he said um, or if he mentioned, uh, but. I'm sure as we go along, I'll look up that information and try sure. and figure it out. We got all the time in the world. Yeah. And then we get the world's end. Speaking of the world, um, the world's end, like I would, I, I would definitely hang up like a lot of these signs. I mean, honestly, any of them, because sure. I love this movie and I would be grateful to have any of these signs, even the trusty but, servant, even the trusty servant. Um, but the world's end sign is, so fucking iconic like it's a gorgeous sign it's a gorgeous Um, sign it was a gorgeous poster yeah yeah i think this is the one like if i could have any of these signs it would be this one for sure um just because like if i could have this in like a just like a wooden sign and hang it up above my pub like right next to the framed uh uh oh newton haven uh, map golden, yeah newton haven golden mile map um it would be amazing uh i my, love this thing this is gorgeous my one minor it's always it when i think about the world's end as a pub mm-hmm. i'm always like what an interesting name for a pub and it's the only one that's a real name for a pub yeah yeah that's what's like, so weird the whole movie is based around the fact that the world's end was the name of a pub that uh that that edgar and uh simon i think used to go to um because it was like down the street from simon's house or something like that if i remember correctly but it was like it's like a real pub and you can go to it even to this day but it's not this pub like they took the name and they they moved it to this this city where they shot newton haven was the world's end um, sort of the inspiration for the winchester uh i think so actually i think so so it's been it's been the uh, you know the inspiration for two of their films at this point. I'm very excited to see what the pub culture is like in uh, Last Night in Soho. 
Yeah. Very much. Oh, so. man. I bet they're, I mean, depending on what time period it's in, I mean, from what I've heard, it kind of bops around. But, like, it'd be really cool to see Edgar Wright club culture. Because mm-hmm. it's been a part of his soundtrack for so much. But there, there was, there's really there's really not a lot of like, and then they go to the club, or then they go to a, a rave, right, right. Now I'm I'd be really I'm just so interested to find out what this movie's going to be. Um, I remember saying the same thing before I saw the first trailer for Baby Driver, um, right? Yeah, but but yeah, like that's what excites me the most. I think about a new Edgar Wright movie is because he does so many original things. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only done one adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's always just like, I don't know what this is going to be. And um, even his adaptation is so like, you know, yeah, Scott Pilgrim is based on an existing property, but it is still one of the most visually dynamic movies of that decade. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when he, remember when the, when it was rumored or when he was attached to direct grasshopper kingdom? Yeah. I, I read that book because he was going to direct. It. I did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of that book has stuck with me. No. In like the five years that I've read it. Yeah. But, and it almost seems like it would be a step backwards now for him to do like a YA, a dystopia movie. Yeah. Well, but then at the same time, it's like, well, maybe he just wants to make like a, like a, like a movie for, I don't know, for the kids. For the kids. You know? I mean, Joe Cornish did it with uh, Kid Who Would Be King. Yeah. So maybe he wants to do his own Kid Who Would Be King. Martin Scorsese did Hugo and he was like 70. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, he's got time. Sometimes sometimes you got to make a movie for the kids. Um, Just do something so, for the kids. <laughs> so that's the Golden Mile. Um the the beast. <laughs> she was pretty hairy. I I just think I think that's such a ridiculous like, oh, we call her the beast because she was pretty hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think well it, it it seems like something I don't know. Did you did you did you have a beast? Did your crew have like a car that it was like, oh no, this car. We have to go in that car. Yeah, my 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 friend growing up, uh Jeremy had a uh Chevy Malibu that was like uh like from the seventies. Great. And so it had or I didn't even been from the sixties, but it was like it had um vinyl bench seats. Nice. Yeah, and so like that's what we would drive around a lot. And it wasn't even like a um it wasn't like a thing where he like he like, you know, did donuts and stuff in it. Um or or like did like crazy stuff with it. It was just like it was like the car that we could all fit in, but it was mm-hmm. still a car, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I remember uh my first car was a 2002 Kia Rio. Ooh. And my uh my friend Patrick used to call it the the World War 1 fighter plane because huh. When we were on the highway, you could hear the wind through the metal because <laughs> it was so thin. And then yeah. my, my friend Jacob had a car called Bandit that we were all very fond of. And I actually remember one – it was like the last day of high school – his last day of high school, my last day of junior year, where uh, he got in an accident and Bandit actually died. And mm. it was a moment. We were like, oh, God, Bandit's gone and then was replaced by Daltrey. Oh. And Daltrey lasted a long time. Yeah, we didn't ever I don't think my friends like ever really named our cars. I don't think that was a thing. Like my first car was a Mercury Topaz. Mm-hmm. Um That's my birthstone. And, oh. <laughs> uh and you know, I drove it until it died and then I got a uh uh what are those little Chevys called? Um Novas? 
Chevy Nova. No, Bossa Nova. Nova. No, maybe it was a. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but it was like a. It was. It was like a. Uh, it was like a little Chevy car. Maybe it was a Nova. I don't know. Um, no, my my friend my friend Chris had a Chevy Nova because it was like Novas are hatchbacks, right? I think so. I think that's right. Um, this was like a a, a four door. Um, but in any event, I went through cars like a lot because I was really rough on cars because I just didn't like Dominic. I just Tread. wanted them. Well, I just wanted them to work. Sure. Like. I don't. I didn't want to put any work into them. I just wanted them to work like they're supposed to. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I broke a lot of cars that way because uh, I was I was uh, ignorant of how to take care of them. I weirdly do end up getting my cars named because uh, after uh, my my nephews named the Kia Rio Josh Hamilton uh, oh. after the Texas Ranger ball player. <laughs> Uh, for reasons I don't understand, they just started calling him Josh Hamilton, and then that's what my parents called it. So that's what I would call it when communicating to my parents. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, I had I adopted my mom's old car and drove that for a while. So I called it the Sandra 2 after my mom. Mm-hmm. And the car that I'm driving currently that I've been driving for about five years now, I call Blue. Right. Because it's Blue. Yeah. <laughs> So, so when I'm on the phone with my parents, they're like, "Oh, how how's Blue doing? How you take how how's how's Blue driving?" I'm like, "She's good." So I don't know, it just kind of ends up happening. I am a little confused about because, like, I know that they're just trying to set up the beast, right? Because the because it, you know it becomes important, sure, in, uh, pl- for plot reasons later. But I I I it, it is weird that like. They already live in this town. Yeah. So, like, where are they taking the beast? Because the next thing that they we have them do is like they're walking up to the first post. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, where did they park? Like, why did they drive here? It seems like why it did... was mostly for doing donuts. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe they're just having some fun. I remember um, there was one beautiful day of school where we cut newspaper early to go to my Kyle, the guy that the guy that threw up in my lawn. Uh, I was like, hey, you guys want to just do donuts? So we just drove out to the, some random dirt patch and just did. <laughs> we're just in the back seat while he just did donuts. And we're oh, like, man. like, is this what high school is going to be like every day? This is awesome. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, so they. they uh, I love how happy Andy looks while, while uh, Gary's like joyriding, though. He looks like he's really having a good time. Oh, oh man. Yeah, looks like he's sure. not having a good time. No, he's not into it. But he's also the one who uh, doesn't last very long. Yeah. So, you know, he's got a weak stomach. Um, I uh, Yeah, so then Gary does Ding Dong Ditch. <laughs> and they all run for it, um, which is ridiculous. Like, I just – the idea of Ding Dong Ditch is, like, the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know what – where is the thrill? Like, what's – Yeah, like, even the leaving the bag of flaming shit. Is at least making a statement. Right. But yeah. You're this bag. I don't think I've ever (laughs) been ding dong ditched. I don't remember even like my dad, you know, reacting to like, ah, kids, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why do they want that to be the reaction? Like, they want them to be mad about it. It's so weird. Instead of like confusion. Yeah. Being, being a, like being a teenager, like why were these weird getting like angry or confused reactions out of people were funny would you ever like, crank call people no but i had friends who did 
I, I used, would be around when they were doing it, but I never participated because I thought it was stupid. My favorite thing to do was to crank call and have it go to voicemail. And then I would do this thing to make my friends laugh. And I'd be like, Dr. Carver, it's me. It's Frank from the lab. Look, uh, I need you to come in. We, we got a situation here. All the test subjects are out. I don't know what happened. Someone broke into the lab. They're all loose. They're going to be all over the town. <laughs> we only have 24 hours to contain this thing. So you need to get down here right now or do something like that. Uh-huh. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> I. I wouldn't like, I was too sensitive to want to like prank anyone or hurt their feelings or like, right, right. but I would, I would do stuff like that where it would mostly be like to make my friends laugh. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I think most of the friends that I hung out with weren't particularly creative. So it was like, <laughs> it was like a lot of them, like people, somebody would be like, hello. And they'd be like F word and then hang up, you know, like it would just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like stupid um uh uh but uh, yeah i don't know um so okay so then they go to the first post and uh have their inaugural uh pint probably the best one right that first one i that first pint yeah the first the first one's got to be the best one right yeah we're um, doing it i love how fucking happy the bartender is behind the bar oh yeah he's so excited he's like ah look at these kids (laughs) he's so happy um and then we see him later and he looks exactly the same yeah just not as happy just not as happy huh hey 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 (laughs) uh so then they move on to the old familiar and uh that i like that they're like sitting in the same spots it's great yeah, like literally. Gary Gary has like literally is is recreating this night um over the course of this movie painstakingly. Mm-hmm. Every single place. You're right. This does have like old people vibes. Yeah, see, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um the curtains. Mhm. Definitely part of that. <laughs> uh I do love that they're like sloppily drinking the beer though. Definitely. Like the beer is just going everywhere. <laughs> Um, uh, then we go to the famous cock where we, uh, we see ba- Basil, <laughs> Basil for the first time, just having uh, a good... not, not drinking his beer out of a crazy straw. Why do you think I drink out of this crazy straw? <laughs> not so crazy <laughs> now, is it? Uh, God, I love him so much. Yeah. You almost, my favorite thing about Basil in this movie is it's just so clearly an excuse to get david bradley back yes it's so just every every shot of him is just so filled with love yeah because you know every every neighborhood like we had like the old man that was like that everyone loved but was because he was old and would say crazy shit and we would be like ah <laughs> like it would be like partially that we genuinely love him and also we're like kind of making fun of him but like like it was like, but it, like in like not a bad way. Like yeah, just, just sort of so in the- like yeah, like like look at this ridiculous motherfucker. Like yeah. look at him, this yeah. old man that you know where the kind of the town adopted him in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely every every town has that guy. Yeah. I think, and you know, um, for I- us, for my friends, it was our uh, biology teacher. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He would always wear these like crazy Hawaiian shirts. And he would like pop up in 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 town, and you know one of the things that everyone knew about him was that like he was a hunter. He hunted with a bow and arrow. Oh, great! And so so if you talked about hunting 
in biology class, it would send him on a tangent where you could lose 20 to 30 minutes in a class period. Uh, I remember those. By having him talk about hunting. And so people would talk about hunting and he would just start talking to telling hunting stories. And then he'd be like, all right, well, we don't have much time left. So uh, let's just watch this video or whatever, you know, yes. um, mission accomplished. And I remember one time uh, my friends and I, we went to Goodwill and we found one of us found a shirt and we were like, oh, man, this just looks like something he would wear. And then out of nowhere, he just came walking up and was like, let me take a look at that. <laughs> and we were like, whoa, like That's- it was like. It was like the craziest moment. That's magical. Yeah. I remember one time uh, in college, my friend Hunter and I were going through McDonald's and we looked behind us and like, like a fucking Batman episode, just all of our theater faculty were just in one car. Mm-hmm. Just like when like you would see the penguin and the Riddler and the Joker and Catwoman, <laughs> just like in a submarine, they were just all stuffed in this car and oh my god and then we we got our bag and because we were young and stupid we didn't check the order and so we get back to our apartment and it is not our order because it was <laughs> way too much food and we were like oh we got their food <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> like oh man we just i don't know that just made us laugh super hard at the time <laughs> Um, all right. So then, so, so they're laughing. I love that, um, young Pete, he, his laugh looks like, uh, 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 Ray, uh, what is his name from, uh, Winston? No, from, from, uh, Goodfellas. Oh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Ray Liotta. Yeah. It looks like Ray Liotta's laugh in Goodfellas, <laughs> like the, where he like crosses his arms and does that fake laugh. That's Def- like, that's what it looks definitely, like. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I just love how happy David Bradley looks in these two shots. Yeah. I, uh, so, so the bartender, the barkeep gives him a red card saying that he's banned. Mm-hmm. What do you think he did to get banned? That's the thing, man. Cause like, to me, in my experience, I've not, I've, I, I've never been banned forever from a place, but I think the thing that gets you kicked out of a bar or a club is a physical violence yeah starting stuff starting trouble right or bringing in stuff that you're not supposed to right whether it's like hey you snuck into you 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 snuck in a little a little drink or a plastic thing or you know a cigarette or something you can't bring that in here get out you're you're banned Right. So I don't know what Gary could have done. Maybe he broke something. Yeah, maybe. Because he's not a violent dude. He's not like he's not going to like start fights. But I could see him like doing something as a joke or fun, like picking up something or grabbing a painting and then dropping it or like breaking something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe accidentally. Yeah. And he got banned for it. I don't know. Um. I, yeah, I want. I want to know. I I, I want to know what he did. I, I I feel like maybe that's the thing that I would ask Edgar Wright. Is like that would be my second question. My first question would be, what were the what were the you know we've talked about this before. I think I I'm dying to know because he he always says that the first shot of every shoot that he does every production, um he always starts with the hardest shot right so that it's like all hands on deck and everyone bonds in on the first day because they just like. 
did the hardest thing they've ever done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they do the rest of the thing. And I know what the first shot in Shaun of the Dead and Baby Driver are, but I don't know what the first shots in uh, Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz and the World's End are. Um, so I want to know what the first day, what they shot on the first day. Oh, maybe it was the scene where Scott is like dreaming and he's going through, he, he enters a room and goes to like another room and it's like this kind of oh, in ca- maybe. In camera effect. Yeah, it could be that. Could be that. Um, but then my second question would be like, so what did Gary do to get banned from? Yeah. Do you, do you have like a, he- do you have like a head cannon of like what Gary did to get barred? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to know where those I, I'd love to know that the because there's photos over the bartender's shoulder of people who presumably have also been barred. Yeah. It'd be cool to know, like, that's a production designer. That's the that's my sister. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Those are like definitely. Um, so then we go to the cross hands and we see the uh, uh, the the marmalade sandwich, the marmalade sandwich and two additional uh, ladies. Yeah. Two brunettes across mm-hmm. from them. Um, I just love that the marmalade sandwich always walks and sits and stands in the same order. Yeah. Two blondes and a redhead in the middle. It's very grease. Yeah. Um, Oh, but then look, it it does the thing again where it's the, it's the selective memory because they're there. And then for, then for a split second, they're not there and it's just the brunettes sitting there. Oh yeah, it's like were they really there? Yeah, which is totally very true to life. Where like you can remember a night differently, or were you like, wait, were you there? Who? Because like what happens now with my friends is we'll forget which combination of us were at a certain event. Right. We're like, oh, do you remember when like when we all went to go see that movie, or we were all there with that? Like, no, I wasn't there, dude. Remember, it was just you, you, and you. I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, no, you were there. Yeah. Or like, oh, I, I thought my memory, my headcanon is we were at such and such house or we were at yeah, this restaurant. Because you like you like start to just remember like the whole group being at everything. Yes. Yeah. Because that's like what you want it to be, mm-hmm. you know? Um. Yeah. So then I've, we get uh, Gary punches the wall in the bathroom of the cross hands. Yeah. So we get we get that happening um so you know not totally above uh punching things that's true and damaging property so yeah maybe he did do something and we get into yeah that would get you barred if you if someone caught you coming out of a bathroom and then saw like a dent in the tile and it was very clearly you right that would get you barred yeah you would think so uh then we were at the what is the next one trusty companion yeah right yeah no trusty good companion good this companion. is the good companion then the trusty servant so <laughs> they're we're at the good companion where they're all they're all drinking um recreating the uh what the the you know them just like standing in front of the bar the bar and just like drinking their drinks and moving on mm-hmm. the way that they will later so i guess i guess the good companion is like no one's favorite bar because they just go in there get the beer and leave get out yeah um so would you want you want you want the map with the with the crosses with the crossing out and the blue ink and stuff. I think so. Yeah, that's the prop that you want. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I I'd be curious to see what's even what's even around. But right, um, I don't. Or who knows? They might have multiple versions of it. You know. Sure. But but I definitely I want the one that like 
Gary is like he has in his pocket. You I'd know? be interested to see how big of a hoarder Edgar Wright is. You know, I mean, like, uh, like, like Yermel del Toro will will try to keep stuff from his, you know, like Samael from Hellboy is like in his Sanctum Santorum, you know, in mm-hmm. his in his house. I wonder how much of stuff Edgar Wright keeps. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, uh, so like after they leave there and start heading toward the trusty servant, they're walking, and I realize that uh, Ollie's costume that he's wearing here he's it almost looks like he's like low-key like cosplaying uh like the 11th doctor (laughs) yeah a little bit because he's got suspenders he's got the beige jacket and the black pants Mm -hmm. yeah very very 11th doctor also if he wasn't wearing the jacket he would look like um captain jack oh yeah yeah yeah, they're all um, some really great, really, really. I mean, top top to bottom, really great physical nonverbal acting from these guys. Yeah, yeah, really good. Like we don't uh, hear them say a word, but we can really get like some personality in them. For sure, for sure. Uh, then we go to we are now at uh, the trusty servant where uh, he gets some herbal refreshment from the Reverend Green. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's interesting that the Reverend Green, they chose to let Michael Smiley play the Reverend Green <laughs> because here, like in this scene, because the re- like Michael Smiley is the same age as Simon Pegg and they look like they're the same age later when he sees him, but he's not a blank yet because he gets turned into a blank yeah. because of their conversation. Shot it, Trevor. Yeah, so it's it's uh it's weird that the Reverend Green here isn't like just like a slightly older than them guy, like like a guy who's just out, been out of high school for like two years. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's kind of like uh, well, I guess Basil hasn't really aged much in the twenty years since. Well, I would say the same about David Bradley, probably. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I think about Filch in two thousand one. Right. Damn. Yeah. He doesn't look that much different than David Bradley now. Um, but Michael Smiley is like, you know, he's like in his 40s. And or, he looks like he's in his 40s, like here in this shot. Uh, in Superbad, Jonah Hill is only like three years younger than Seth Rogen and yet is able to play high school version of Seth Rogen while Seth Rogen is playing like an adult cop. Yes, that's true. But that works, and this doesn't to me. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, I, I guess I guess I guess it doesn't bother me yet. Yeah, Michael, I just find it weird. I don't know. Michael Smiley just kind of looks so—I don't want to say old, but he just he just kind of looks like ain't like timeless. Oh, see, I don't I don't agree because when I think about like if I compare like tires to Michael Smiley here, sure, tires look so much younger. Yeah, well, um, yeah, but then I, I, I don't know. I guess tires to me is like such a youthful character. Yeah, that's true. Where it's the Reverend Green kind of. This guy looks like he could be like already in his forties or fifties. Sure, I like that he has. Uh, he's got like some like uh, like a lot of necklaces. He's got a like a weed pendant, and then he's just wearing like a like a lifeguard whistle for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just vibing. He's drinking out. Of, he's drinking uh, out of a water bottle. Like a plastic water bottle, yeah, sure. And that is 
That is a, I mean, I'm from California, so maybe I'm spoiled, but that is, uh, that is not a lot of green. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how well, much it was illegal. That's it was illegal. It's very so true. They could, there was a markup, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, O-Man goes out of commission. Mm-hmm. Just flipping him off while vomiting. Yeah. Cause they're laughing at him, but he's, mm-hmm. he doesn't think it's funny. Um, and then they head to the two-headed dog. And now here's something that I find interesting. So, you know, he takes Sam into the disabled um, mm-hmm. for, for, for reasons that we'll probably go into in tomorrow's minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> they, like, they go into the, the disabled. Uh, this is the moment later in a, a recreation of the moment later in the movie where um, she is with her friends, the twins. And they do run into her at the two-headed dog. Yes. But they do not do the disabled's gag here, right? Like, the disabled gag happens in the second pub later. Yeah, because it's like... Where he tried to, like, recreate the, the disa- going into the disabled. Like, oh, here we are again. Yeah, but it's out of order. Um, I just, I guess they do go into a bathroom again in the two-headed dog because he like brings her in there and is like, "They're robots that aren't robots." Blah blah blah. And then she mm-hmm. goes, tells them, and they're like, "Did you believe him? Did you believe him?" <laughs> um, so I guess they do the bathroom thing twice, which I think is interesting. It's one of the only times that they sort of break the 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 format a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like they were like, "Well, like this conversation needs to happen." They would go into a bathroom, right? It needs to happen early. Yeah. Yeah. Um So is this is this the moment where Steve thinks that he saw Sam first? That's really interesting. Yeah, cuz we see if we go back a few seconds, we see the marmalade sandwich appear around the corner once again, two red two redheads with a blonde in the middle. Wait, where are they? Where no, they No, that's not that's not the marmalade sandwich. That's Oh, those that's... oh, those are just two other girls. Yeah, that's Sam and the twins. The twins. Okay. Yeah, and they're brunette, I think. I don't think they have red hair. I think it's I think it's brown. Yeah, let me I'm just doing a play by play. Yeah, it does appear that Sam uh that that Andy is already uh, Andy. That uh Steve is already kind of giving Sam the eyes when Gary more forward right, just goes for it. Just goes for it instead of uh you know pulling a Dawson and just kind of pining from afar. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Which is maybe uh, kind of Gary's ultimate logic. It's just like, look, dude, like you were just going to pine after her. Whereas I, Gary King was going to do something about it. Right. Well, what's weird too, is that like, so, you know, G- Gary has slept with all three of these women. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he talks about how he slept with the twins at the same time. Mm, which is haunting haunting yeah um he's not proud of it but he is a bit uh, <laughs> what is this video thing next to them maybe some kind of uh arcade game arcade game like one of those like or like you know like right before arcade games where there's kind of more like video light based oh yeah sure maybe maybe it's like really old it's already old i like mean a, the eye isn't there anymore so like, like a lovematic machine or maybe like a machine that would play videos like music videos, oh, like music videos, like a like a video jukebox. Yeah, oh, that would maybe, be interesting. Maybe those existed. I, I like the abandoned beer on top of it. Yeah, nice touch. Yeah, that's a, that's a good 
good good set dressing. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. So uh, they go into the disables, and uh, so ends our minute. And what a minute it was. Disabled toilets. Does that mean is this the toilet? Is toilets for the 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 uh, disabled, al- alternately abled, or is this, uh, or are all of the toilets in this room? Disabled? Yeah, it's sort of weird wording because, like, you know, over here on our side of the pond, we would say the handicap, sure, bathroom or the handicap stall, right, or or uh, 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 what is it, uh, handicap accessible? Yes, yeah, yeah handy accessible, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, but disabled then, kind of create because yeah, disabled to me is like oh, it's out of order, right? <laughs> disabled toilets, like oh, what a what a posh way of saying that it's out of order. <laughs> <laughs> disabled toilets, um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, we uh, I I don't think you guys can say that we didn't go deep on that minute. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully you're satisfied. We, you know, we wish we could tell you more. We wish we had even more information about. Are you satisfied? <laughs> well, Scott, this isn't the only podcast that we do, is it? Here on Dueling Genre. No, it is not. That's true. Uh, we have lots of podcasts at DuelingGenre.com, and uh, Nick and I, you know, if you have discovered us on this show, you should go back and listen to Back to the Future Minute. That was our that was our first uh, trilogy. Movies by Minute podcast that Nick and I did. We covered all of Back to the Future, uh, all three films and the ride, and uh, had a lot of fun while doing it. So that's uh, that's over at Dueling Genre, Who knows where what you can said. get your podcasts. Um, but we also do The Doctor's Companion, which is a Doctor Who podcast. We made a few Doctor Who references in today's episode. So if that's something you're into, you should check that out. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of stuff over there. Um, we'll have, we'll have the whole season to talk about all the podcasts we have at duelinggenre.com, but you should go there and check them out. Well, uh, tomorrow we'll be back with minute four, five, four, four, four. Oh my God. Four. Uh, this is only Wednesday, but for now let's boo boo. It's that man again. Bye-bye. Come on.